Welcome to the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast at the Recycle Garage in Santa Santa Cruz, California. Hey, hey. Oh, that's the second bad start you had today. <laughs> oh. Hey, but at least I start. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Hey, everyone. Jim's uh, also Hispanic, by the way. We've got a big yeah, cast in the garage tonight. So let's get a roll call. Uh, running the board, we have a Zach. I'm here. And doing the intro tonight, we've got Naked Jim. And my new word called masturbatorily. <laughs> Use that in a sentence. Uh, next, to, <laughs> next to poor Naked Jim, we have a Bagel. Aloha. And uh, running the the zoo tonight, you got me, Eliza. Que pasa, mi hombres? <laughs> Como está nice usted? Hey, I've been working on it. <laughs> hey, next to me, the winner of today's race is Craig. Next to Craig, the loser of that race. Right? <laughs> he had not. I, hey, I'm, I came in third place, man. I'm just saying, I didn't lose. Out of two. That's the second place Out loser. Out of two, yeah. <laughs> I actually tried to kick you at one point. <laughs> Everybody does. Everybody does. And on the couch tonight, gracing us with his presence would be Lucas. Oh, baby, a triple. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, can you start tutoring me on good greetings? I like that one. Yeah. And we run also on the couch, we got Cat. Meow, meow. Next to that, we got Douglas. Yo, Holmes the Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to explain that one to me. Ever watched The Fresh Prince? What's wrong um, with you? Jazzy Jeff. Yep. Hey, and joining us for the first time is Ryan. Thank you for getting my cherry popped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't even started with the dildos yet. Uh, <laughs> next to that, we've got Fruit Loop. Yo, what's up? And then next to that, we got Stan. No plan. And then in the peanut <laughs> in the peanut gallery, we got Eva. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. 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 All right. So. Hello. Cool, that about wraps it up. Let's uh, yeah, see you thanks next week. Yep. We've got so much to cover. <laughs> so let's start with uh, an amazingly fun, awesome thing. Not motorcycle related, so we'll keep it short, but still so incredibly awesome that uh, Stan and Bagel and uh, I did, along <coughs> with John Dalton, um, we got to go fly. Yes. It was awesome. Off the ground? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah air. In the physical uh, sense. Physical sense. Not, not metaphysical. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Bill Shearer, who was a guest on our podcast on the um, setting records in the salt, he set some speed records at Bonneville. Um, he has a plane, and he invited me. Said, "Hey, I got to go exercise my plane and get some hours in. You want to, you want to join me and bring some friends? Heck yeah!" And then he got his friend to come in his plane. Um, Bagel, you want to tell us what those two planes were? Yes. Uh, so Bill has a Cessna 210, uh, which is a four-seater uh, small six. plane. Or six-seater? Six. Oh, well, 
Yeah, there were well, there were only five seats in it, I guess, yeah, and there were only four out. of us. Yeah. But yeah, um, and it was a you know good sized small plane, and uh, Bob's Bob's plane was a uh, RV7A experimental plane that he built. Yes, did with his guys, own hands. Uh, did you guys file out all the legal paperwork? <laughs> Before you went up on those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legal. Yeah, it, it was very easy. What? We just said yes. I kid you not, Stan, back me up on this. We get in Bill's plane, and we're going through everything. We're putting on our headsets. We're figuring everything out. We're getting ready to taxi, and I ask him, so um, this this lever that's right where my elbow goes, should that go somewhere? I said, does this open the window or the door? I want to know which one so I don't like accidentally <laughs> yeah. open the door. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you need to slide that forward. It locks the door before you fly. <laughs> We're taxiing oh, on the yeah. runway before he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could have easily have bumped that with my elbow and opened the door. <laughs> Wee. Right, right, right. It's, uh, Bill's the only fl- pilot I've known recently with a complete closed cabin that still has a trucker's tan on his left arm from hanging his window arm out the window. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. He yes, he props the window open and uh at one point he he grabbed the camera and, and started he hung out the window and started taking pictures and the plane kind of veered a little and I like grabbed the right. yoke. Right. Well he like, hands it he what? says, Hey Liza, take the yoke and, and we're in the back screaming, Oh, we're gonna die. He was just like rubbernecking in the sky. That's exactly. you could actually do that. We were over Mavericks. Yeah, it was yep. cool. Um, so yeah, we all had different turns uh, flying, and Bagel even got to fly the experimental, and we mm-hmm. posted a lot of pictures on the Facebook page. But yeah, you know, uh, and then afterwards. Uh, Bob was showing us his hangar where he's Uh-oh. building another airplane. And you know, I was commenting to him and said, you know, it doesn't matter how many wheels or wings or rudders it has. If it's, you know, powered, like, we love all this shit. Yeah. It was a good time. We had a, we had a fun time. We went over to the shop and we're checking out planes they're working on. And they had um, these... Cessnas are six cylinders, and it looks when you're looking down the nose of it, it looks like you're looking at a BMW with opposable heads. But then oh, there's wow. three in a row, and I was just like, oh, "How can we get this on a motorcycle?" <laughs> okay, wait. So they were an inline six. It's or, a no, flat, yeah. six. flat six. Flat six. Okay, excuse me. Yeah. How old? How yeah. old was the engine? I know. I know they work on it and they upgrade it and mod it. But how old was the original? You know, engine that's still in that plane, mm, like seventies. They, they bills, said it doesn't matter what is, year they go by no, the hours. No, yeah. it's, well, hours. it's hours. The basic design that they're working on is from, like, in the 40s. Oh, okay. So you can't really tell, looking at them, if they're from the 40s or from, like, the 90s. Wow. Huh. <clears throat> so it's like a Harley. Pretty much. <laughs> except, <laughs> except reliable. Only, only they run longer. Yeah. Yeah, they're actually reliable. Mm-hmm. I oh, mean, they're, you put they're, your life in They're it. straight pipe, too, right? They have a lot of cons. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that would kill people here is the carburetors are all upside down. <laughs> really? Right. Right. So and we have people going, is that the exhaust? Well, no, it's a carburetor. What? <laughs> he said the problem we'd have putting it on a motorcycle is that they are air-cooled and they need a lot of air. Yeah. A lot. So just, air. you know, go top speed everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Problem solved. 150 mile an hour air is what yeah, you need. There you go. <laughs> no plus, problem. Well, plus those motors are also tuned to run at a certain RPM rather than a wide range like you'd need for a, a road-wheeling vehicle. Yeah. You, you know, that's interesting that you bring that up because have you guys ever seen the... Um, rotary engine motorcycle oh yeah mm-hmm. Does, how is that like because planes aren't supposed to like their idle is a lot higher and you know it's supposed to have a different rev ceiling like how would you be able to drive something like that well yeah the problem no, is you can't not well 
I mean, do you just have to gear it so you just like deal with it? Or Probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just bang it into gear every single time, yeah. you know? Yeah, they're they're mounted kind of weird on motorcycles too. They're kind of like wide and like strange. <clears throat> well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's radial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so it's fun. like having a disc go through the bike. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun having two planes too because we were kind of circling around each other. And and uh, Bagel, when he was in the uh, experimental, they were like fly by us really fast and go across. And Dara, what's the plane version of a ricer flyby? Oh, we saw it. We saw it. <laughs> That's exactly what Bagel was doing. Right. Bill had, the cruise on. Bill had the cruise on, and then Bagel and the other guy were, like, making passes. Yeah. Did it have underglow lighting? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was really a perfect day. We just, rode, we just flew up the coast and um, spotted so many dirt paths up in the mountains. It was killing me seeing all these dirt paths and figuring out how we can get dirt bikes on there. <laughs> so lots mean, of fire roads. So many fire roads yeah. up there. I heard of a guy who could go from Boulder Creek to Santa Cruz, or no, from Saratoga to Santa Cruz without even hitting pavement once. It's possible. I believe I've, it. I've seen them. Yeah. And then we just went up the coast and then we pulled into the Half Moon Bay uh, airport and we taxied to the end of the runway, parked, got out, walked out a gate to where all the restaurants were 50 feet away. Yep. <laughs> went and had lunch. Right. It was so nice. Uh, how long were you in the airport? Total flight oh, time. It was know. close to an hour. That's pretty cool. I think. Well, well counting way, all the spinning yeah. around and the other stuff. But sure. yeah. Yeah. And so, our, our communications weren't working with each other. So, so Bagel and I were texting to one another locations yep. and times <laughs> and speeds and stuff. Trying to anyway <laughs> when we had signal. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So now, now here's a, an interesting stat I saw it was the, the fuel flow. 16 gallons an hour. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. wow. And you cost, thought a Winnebago was a fuel home. Cost yeah. them uh, $300 to fill up. Wow. Yikes. And that lasted how long? <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, you could do the math. Well, they got right? 300 yeah. gallons, 16 gallons an hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's of, not bad. It's still cheaper than track day. 18 hours. At $4 a gallon because it costs more. At least. But yeah, it was that was super fun experience. So thanks to Bill and Bob for letting us do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. We came back and uh, magically a bunch of people just started descending upon the garage. I pull up and there's people here. You know how how it how it happens. So we had an opportunity to go up the coast with Mary and do a ride because Mike was telling her, "Yo, you need to go fast." Or something like that. What were you saying? No, no. I was just trying what to... he sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I was just trying to get her to go um, faster. She needed freeway time is what you wanted out of that situation, right? Mm-hmm. Was for her to get the feel of going over 35 miles an hour on the on a straightaway. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much it. And, um, you know, because oh, you said it too, Liza, that uh, she's going... Really fast when she'd be going slow. Really fast in the slow areas, like the parking lot. And she she goes really slow in the fast areas. She's on a 250. Give her a break. No, but the only place that a 250 (laughs) goes fast is when everyone else is going slow. I will say that, Lucas, go ride with Jake on that Nighthawk in the hills. (laughs) (laughs) You want to see a 250 roll, man? That girl can ride. Is is Jake turning up? Is Jake like ready to show me up? Well, think about how fearless you were when you were 17. Um, you should. I don't you know. I was kind of a coward Jake's at 17. I was like too afraid to like talk to girls when I was 17. 
2017. What was that, two years ago? So, so Mary was doing what? Like maybe 40? Yeah, and she kept I, pulling over on the side of the road. So no, no, no. no. Pull she, over. She, was, she was getting like 55, 60. No, no. So she no. was doing 40. She pulled over. We got back on. She she did another like 45. She pulled over. And we gave her a pep, pep talk, talk. Yeah. And she amped it up to about 60. <laughs> and then she pulled over again. And then on the way back, she hit about 68. Yeah, because I was behind her and, and yeah. I was looking down and she was like kind of getting ahead of me and I had to like get it up to about 70 just to kept, catch up to her. So And you so. could see you could see her going like, oh, no, 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 no. And then and then she'd yeah. be like, no, fuck this. I she, have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she'd like bear down and you could totally see her like the so. range of emotions so that she was going through. To encourage really cool. her, I um, blasted past her at 100 on the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. That sounded like a, like a chainsaw flying yeah. by. Which in all fairness, I told her beforehand I I would do it. She begged me not to, but at least I told her this is going to happen. You <laughs> should have done a wheelie past her. How, how, um, how did the Super Duke handle it at 100? Oh, just fine. Cool. You're going in a straight line, right? It doesn't yeah. matter. How um, but then I was wondering, how, I wanted to know what the bike felt like because we're pushing her to go faster and I didn't know how stable that bike felt was. Felt like a lawnmower. Um, so I hopped on it and, well, some bikes you get on, I think like Cat's Rebel oh, got kind of scary at higher speeds. <laughs> My, so I higher don't speeds keep, being 55 miles an hour. Keep pushing saying. her to go faster. <laughs> so uh, we pull over and I sit here, let me hop on. I got on and I just rung it out, got it up, all, went through all the gears. I could get it up to maybe 65. Mm-hmm. Like, full throttle, just giving it all she's got. You gave it the Italian tuna. Give it her all she's got, Captain. <laughs> there's, there's, not, there's not much there. It, yeah. was, it was wrong. Yeah. But you know, Mary's but, about 90 pounds. Yeah, she's yeah. light. So exactly. She's so what's the bike? Teeny, teeny tiny little. It's lady. a like GZ 250. Uh-huh. So, me and Jake were coming down uh, past the UC, down the hill, that place where you can open it up, you know, and. High um, Street? You know, if you're going up there and you make a left, you go past the Arboretum, whatever yeah, road that yeah. is, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's High Street, dude. Yeah, okay, yeah. So we that's where com- the cops hide. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you get past that, but further up. But yeah. we were coming back down, and I, I had her at about 74 on the Nighthawk 250. So, it's, you know, I... It's geared different, and it's a different engine. Well, and you're going downhill. Yeah. But, but I think the weight, like, a little bit of weight makes a big difference on those little bikes. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. surprisingly, that bike felt very solid at 65. I... Other than the engine just going, yeah, yeah. it felt <laughs> I rode that bike back from... Uh, I was going to say, you rode it over the hill. Yeah, I rode over the 17 when I came back from San Jose with it, and then I did some back roads, and, and you know, I'm 215, 220, and, you know... Yeah, in your bra. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> either way, I mean, it was it was holding up, and I was keeping up with Charlie on it, and I was doing the same as you. I was just ringing it out, so I, I knew that the bike felt pretty solid, just like exactly like you're saying. It yeah. was like the engine would just make a bunch of noise because it's so small, but the frame seemed solid. And the yeah, steering really solid. solid. And um, so I just said, I gave it back, and I said, just do whatever you want to do. There's you will feel secure at any speed, as as much as this will go. She thought it, she was going to beat fine. you around that last curve. Did you fine. see that? <laughs> When you were kind of like holding back, and then she just oh, like pins it, and she, she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, she cut me off. I was about to pass her, and she yep. swerved over to the right she side. She doesn't of the look lane. where she's she going. She has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't understand staggering. Situational so, awareness. Someone else did something pretty exciting yesterday. Nick Jim, Ooh. what'd you do? Why is he uh, called naked? He gym? put his clothes on. Oh. <laughs> put my clothes back on. <laughs> yeah. What did, I, what did I miss? I'll take them off. I didn't know thing. I saw your dick today, <laughs> Ain't man. Thing, honey. I know. I saw you look twice at <laughs> my <laughs> dick today. <laughs> I, was like, I was trying to figure out what the fuck was That's going okay, on. That's okay. I'm used to it. You're bow, not the only bow, one. Bow. Knox, no. like, is that thing real? 
<laughs> no, I actually had a cool day. I rolled out to uh, I rolled out to Corbin, and uh, and got a custom made seat out at Corbin in Hollister. So cool. it was rad. Yeah, I called up about a week and a half ago, and um, and uh, yeah, made an appointment, did the write in thing. And uh, and it was cool. Yeah, they just fabbed the seat right there for you on the yeah. spot. Well, what? you guys have all been there, so no. Oh, no. you should. If you haven't been there, oh, man, go yeah. to Corbin. <clears throat> I mean, the, the amount of history that guy has and its cool history is, is something. So, but uh, as far as the seat, I made an appointment. So you go there and they have your seat. You know, the 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 basic seat already made. It's just foam, no covering or anything. And uh, oddly enough, so I get there, they had ordered the wrong seat, and I'm, they're like, "Shit, we don't have your seat." Give us like half an hour, we'll make one. So they made a seat. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They bring the blank out. They set it in. It actually dropped into my bike way better than the stock seat it came with. Just like without even touching it. This is it. fiberglass? Uh, no, it's that molded. It's their oh. proprietary seat. Plastic? Stuff. It's it it like straight injection molded? molded? It's, yeah, it's Every, straight he, molded polyethylene. Yes. Anyway, it's really, it's firm, it's comfy. So anyway, so they have a, the blank basically you sit into and then um, you take it for a spin around, you know, the neighborhood there and you come back and you say, hey, it's to this, it's to that. So for mine, it was too far back. Like when I accelerated, I didn't, my ass didn't lock in like it should. So I told them, you know, we'll, you know, build the back up a couple of inches um, I said I wanted to cup my ass, like you know when someone hugs you and they just cup your ass. <laughs> that oh. feeling. I know, I'm I like, know that oh too well. Uh, Lucas, has got, <laughs> Lucas has got small hands. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but um, yeah, can you have a little fingernail dig into? Um, <laughs> just put a little lead press on on the seat. And just, like, there you go. Yeah. So when I hand. really get on it, I get a little. You got oh. you got your butt handled. Anyway, yeah, again. Um, so, but anyway, I'll, I will say this that. Um, Everyone at Corbin is super cool. They are generous. They like they don't give a shit. I don't mean that. they they care a lot, but they're very open with their operations. So they're chill. They're chill. They're right? Chill. Knox said it. Yeah. And um, you, you met Mike too, right? So yeah. And um, I missed the podcast when you guys were down there in the factory, but I saw him and you're like, hey, there's Mike. And uh, so he's just wandering around. This is Saturday at like nine o'clock. He came in in sweats and stuff. So he came over and we're chatting. Hey, how's it going? And we started talking, and he's like, hey, let me go show you my new prototype of the new Sparrow. Because I asked nice. him, I said, what's going on with the Sparrow? He goes, we got a new one coming out this year. Check it out. So they had actually been building the frame, if I want to understand, or the, the uh, molds for the structure for the last two years. And so he's got it molded up, um, got an electric motor in it. Um, so it's cool. Got to sit in that. But he's like, yeah, just walk around. And you guys know. So you can literally just walk through the factory. Wait, and what it, is the Sparrow? I don't know what that is. So a Sparrow, is, it's a three-wheeled electric vehicle. Oh. Single-seater. Single-seater. Yeah. Encapsulated. Oh, I've seen those before. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the original one you remember is from the Austin Powers movie, right? Gold member. <laughs> oh, there you go, because he was <laughs> making was them back sparrow. in the 90s. That was originally a Sparrow. So anyway, super good gas mileage. Uh, you know, they perform. They're fast. I thought you said they're electric. They are. They are. Mm-hmm. So they get infinite gas mileage? Well, they well anyway, have... you get the idea. Range. I'm sorry. They get range. They used to have two. They also had the Merlin that was powered by a SNS engine, a Harley engine. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but anyway, it was all oh. custom made stuff. And Jim pulled the, you know, I'm a, uh, of the Misfits. 
Yeah, and he's all. I'm one of the He's all. Yeah, he wants a Liza, discount. He's all. Liza owes me fifty bucks. As a matter of fact. <laughs> oh. No, he actually said you're a cool chick. He goes, oh yeah, Liza, she's a cool chick. So, um, anyway, so I got to hang out with him and uh, and just chat. Like you said, he goes walk around. I'm like, hey, do you mind if I take pictures of your prototype new electric vehicle? He goes, no, I'm proud of my stuff. Take pictures of whatever you want. I don't care. Um, I love so, it about that place that you can just wander around and poke and do yeah, whatever you want. You know, and the, the, the people are working at the sewing machines, literally stitching the seats as you're having it made. So I got to watch, I got to talk to the lady that was stitching my seat. So did you pick your pattern, stuff like that? The whole thing. So I ended up going with, I thought I was going to go with just a basic leather thing. But then after looking at it, I went with a matte um, carbon fiber. You went for the bling, huh? Which can't, no. If you no. want to get bling, dude, you're in the right spot. So I got the one, Sequins. you know, I was slumming. <laughs> I was like, I was the misfit pulling up in that garage because everybody else had these, you know, cool Harleys, custom choppers. Uh, there was an FJ-1200, an 89 FJ-1200 that was in really nice shape. Uh, that was kind of cool. And the other thing is everybody there, like when you go to motorcycle things, they're all cool people. They like to chat. They want to talk about their experiences and share experiences. And I thought I was going to be bored because it's a five or six hour process. Jim, you are of the people now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am. And and I met some cool people. Um, got to see the whole thing. Had a cheeseburger. They got a great diet. Shout out to Wizards Cafe. Yes. Great mm -hmm. food. They have like a cafe in there, so you it's can get It's a 50s burger. diner, yeah. Wow. In, so, the, yeah. in the factory. Jim, That's pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> question of the day. What'd you end up paying? So out the door it was about four thirty two. That's not too bad. So the seat itself was three like ninety something. Then there's taxes and then they will ship your stock seat back to you for like five or ten bucks. Um, but but they will do but you can you know, people weren't happy with the way the stitching lined up, like, hey, you the stitching in the seat I got didn't match up with the seating on my stitching on my original one. Okay, they take it off, they redo it, you know, put it back on for free. I literally took four test rides with my new seat before it got right and they come back hey do this they shape it. it's all done by hand right in front of you yeah and anyway you know for 400 bucks compared to other things you could spend 400 dollars on um i think it's money well spent yeah especially if you're gonna be doing a lot of miles on your bike yeah, yeah. but even perform you know i noticed so as soon as i got back plus i changed out my handlebars but anyway as soon as i got back i started carving through the hills again your ass like you know your if your suspension's locked in then all of a sudden this seat locks your ass in so when everything's kind of compressed and you're cornering you feel super tight in the motorcycle nice yep. yeah so anyway it's like a bucket that grabs your ass. No, yeah. It's, well, it's like something that grabs your ass, but it ain't a bucket. <laughs> so how much were the fingernails? <laughs> when you meet the right person, they're free. And I think it's time the for the person. pumpkin update. What new blades have you put on it recently? Have you like stuck knives on it yet? You can start. Go ahead. Well... The long story short is <clears throat> that pumpkin lives. Yay! Pumpkin. Yay! I get it. <laughs> Back up in the ass with the resurrection. Pumpkin was ridden today. It was ridden today. Right. It, le it left the garage and came back on its yeah, own it did. power. Yeah. It did. What uh, did those problems end up being? Because I remember last time I was here, it was like leaking coolant um, or something. It was leaking coolant. That turned out to be a goober mistake it on was Mike's coil. part. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was actually coil. 
cool yeah. than oil. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it was milkshake. That we put the side case on and did not totally clean off the old gasket. Actually, uh, we didn't clean. I didn't clean it at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, so, you'd, you'd rather it be a guru mistake that you like, you so know, facepalm mat. This is, I wouldn't know if this cheaper. is lesson number one, but yeah. don't put shit back together in the dark. Yeah. Yep. And don't put shit back together when you're frustrated and rushing. Uh, don't tired. put shit back together when you're me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then it was uh, still leaking oil out of that side case. So we had to go back and fill that with gasket maker. And then uh, it was, what was it? Oh, the, um, the exhaust bolts on the front on the new engine, the replacement. They had, I think they had not been able to get the bolts out and then decided that the right thing to do was to chop them off flush with the cylinder head. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, and then sell it on yeah. eBay. And then yeah. sell on eBay. Wow. We tried to get them out. Um, we came here on Thursday. So the, and the bolts are hardened steel. Yeah. So you, it was like we could we could drill these out if we had hardened bolt removal we had tools. We like a diamond tip And if we took the head off it. and put it on a drill press, you know, like. So how did you do it? Uh, we, we we took the cylinder head off the old engine, which looked okay, and whoa, replaced it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back it up. <laughs> Yo. Because I put a video up on YouTube of us trying to weld uh, bolts onto it yeah. with our welder here yeah. in the shop. Let me tell you how it really went down. <clears throat> how, how it really went down is I said, so Mike, here's what I think we need to do. We need to weld a plate on there. You drill a hole in the middle of the plate. You weld it, put it on top of the bolt, weld it Onto on, what's left and of then the bolt. now you've got a T-handle on the top of the bolt to take it off. Yeah, well, I've got these uh, easy outs and this drill bit set, and I think I want to try that. People are telling me that should work. And I said, <clears throat> well, I've told you what I think. Go ahead. This will be a good experiment. Wait, the only mm. reason we're doing this report is so you try, can float. Try, no, try uh, anything you yeah. want because lint, 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 these lint. are all different methods, and the best way to figure out what works is to figure out what doesn't work and why. To, to be, and to, to be frank, you did have like burly, burly bolt removal tools that probably would have removed them if we could drill into the bolts. If you didn't right, buy yeah. the fifteen dollar drill bit set, <laughs> I have a quick question. Uh, uh, do easy outs actually work, or are they a waste of time? No, they, 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 they work. They I've work on, on anything besides. Yeah. Hardened steel. So, under what circumstances do they work? Anything besides hardened steel. Um, like for like, <laughs> I, I, I had I had a, a, a carburetor that a bunch of the um, the Phillips head screws. Oh wait, I know why Jim's asking. Stripped out. Well, duh. <laughs> Jim fucking snaps I, everything. I break bolts in my sleep. <laughs> no, so like I I um I, I stripped. We got out, a video of that too. I stripped out the Phillips head um thing on the screw on the head of the bolt, and they worked really great for removing that. Okay. Thank it, there's you. different types. They work for in different ways. I like but, the if you yeah. still got a head on the bolt, the grabbits work really well. Yes. But so, so we 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 tried the to drill it, and they said, "Oh, this isn't going to work." I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Well, now we're back to where I said, we, but at least you got to try it and and see why it didn't work. Now yeah. you know. And then we tried to weld it with a MIG welder, but the problem we're having is that the MIG welder wasn't getting it hot enough to weld yeah. it to the bolt. So it, it, the welder break. It wasn't getting it wasn't getting the hardened steel hot enough to actually bond. Mm. You know, like I, I welded uh we had there was a couple thread enough threads out of one of them to screw a nut on and I I like held the welder on that thing till the entire nut was full of solder with the welder turned all the way up. Yeah and, and just, just full, right full, full of metal. And the, the nut, it was like all fused and everything. And I went and spun it, and it's like slipped right, like popped right off the end of the stud, which was not melted whatsoever. But the yeah. big reason why this, why this was, uh, why I was trying to get this done was because once we could get those out and put the exhaust on them, we could actually 
assemble the rest of the easier parts of the bike and turn it on to see if the engine works. Yes. So it was kind of critical to get this done. So we, we tried a few different things. So this was a good exercise in trying different steps. And there, we had a lot of steps to try. This we was weren't a horrible done there. exercise. So, <laughs> I know he hates the learning process, but so, this was good. So then we went to Alan, who had a TIG welder. And he could get it super hot and actually weld it to the bolt. And he did that. He welded a nut onto there, and then the bolt snapped off even further down. Yeah. So, oh, shit. So there was, like, no threads coming out at all. Yeah. To Mike's flush. credit, it was at this point that Alan and I both said, yeah, this is done. This, this isn't going to come out. You can either remove the engine and take it to a machinist to drill it out, which is a big deal, or you just have to re- swap the head out. Well, and can Mike, I say why who, I didn't want to do that, though? Well, is, but Mike, who would have who, two weeks ago, would be devastated by this news. Literally two weeks ago. <laughs> what? Literally two weeks ago was just like, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, I'll be there early. Uh, tomorrow and I know exactly what to do. Yeah. So th- this is how much this guy has changed in two weeks, going from devastated over bad news to like rolling with it and assessing and dealing with it, ready to, to yeah. go to the next move. You know, Does he and get you know, a participation award, most improved. Hey, let's give him a little golf yeah, clap. Can I get a yeah. Finally, some fucking credit up in this bitch. Proud you of you, pumpkin. Proud so of you. Right the, one, <laughs> the one thing I noticed about Mike, though, over the time is like he spends all day working hard on that bike. Yeah. And there's no like, as I'm learning, there's no, there's no like substitute for that than yeah. working all fucking yep. day. Working hard, mistakes. yo. Yeah. So yeah. Mike's cruising hard. Then there's working hard. I like you can't you, cruise hard unless you work. You hard. took a little right? frustration hard, out on that dude hard. today. You're all, hey, you. What's your name? Matt. Yeah. You look yeah. like I'm you're looking, looking for something asshole. to do. He's just standing there, like fucking leaning against his bike. I'm. You're not doing anything. Get the fuck over here. <laughs> Let's get this thing. I'll be like, you're gonna stand there like an asshole. You better do something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was that say? You got on my watch. I thought you were gonna tell him to put on that size one neoprene miniskirt you carry around. I was. I should have been. I should have been like, yo, you need to come over here, but go grab that thing in the corner and put that on first. <laughs> it's for safety reasons. I'm telling you, it's for safety. Protection. So, yeah. Uh, what's so, uh, without, yeah. without taking up way too much time. Um, so we got pumpkin. What we did is, like she said, I came in early this morning. Um, I disassembled pretty much most of the front end of the bike. I took off the radiator, drained out the coolant, pulled the top head, pulled the cams off, uh, pulled the chain off. And then um, I think did I take the head off when you got here? I was taking the head off when Zach got here. Um, yeah, I mean, then, you honestly did most of the work on that. Like, you know, you 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 pull you pulled that head by yourself. You put on the new one by yourself, and you know, I was helping me out doing some of the timing and whatnot. But for the most part, like that's all you, man. You gotta you so get here. Here's the real test if you're becoming a, a mechanic or not. Do you? Dream, I don't want to be you, a mechanic. I just want to ride a fucking bike. You know what I'm you, saying? Do you dream about this now? Do you have? Are you no, working on I your bike sleep. in your dreams? <laughs> because I can't sleep. I like pumpkin. Yeah. No. Pumpkin. Yeah, it's just, this is Pumpty Dumpty. You just been all night curled up in the fetal position, Tossing thinking about turning pumpkin. in a cold sweat. You know? <laughs> no, it's true. Mike. And, and the other thing is too. I like. The, go ahead. Remember to do a valve job in about a week. <laughs> At least, at least check yeah. them. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the entire fucking thing apart again and redo all the gaskets and then do it. But um, one of the other things that's really bothered me about having to work on this bike is that um, I want to do all the video stuff and it's taking away from me being able to do the the video stuff. So um, yeah. you know, I'm happy to have it running and I'm happy to know the engine works. Uh, the solution was we put the new head in. We did uh, we checked the valves for clearance again. Everything was good. We redid the timing, put everything back together. 
Um, so we turned it on. What happened? Everything worked. Yeah, the, oh, you had it, it worked. Oil it, spilling it, out oh, yeah, the top oil of the cylinder, shooting the out of the, the valve. Um, yep. That was a badly seated gasket. Yeah, Eliza told me it was a bleeder. So I guess there's a spot on the. <laughs> it's it, a it's a bleeder. To, I don't know what the fuck you it's call a, it. It's a bleeder to allow oil to kind of fall out of the spark plug hole. It's to yeah, let water a, out. It's a gutter. Yeah, yeah. So somehow hole. oil was coming out of the it, top it, head. I, when I, I think when I put the rear valve cover on, which you had to remove to retime the engine to make sure it's that the right position. I th- it's a rubber gasket. I, th- I think I just kind of you know didn't seat it right. So anyway, we took uh, we we turned the bike on. It ran. We put the chain on, and then I guess the clutch was in like MotoGP position. Someone said. So did you cl- yeah, it was it up. Your chain. linkage was upside down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Really? <laughs> Same thing. Link? Wow. GP linkage. Oh, man. We, we, could have really, we could have really bled that one. Oh, man, you put your transmission in backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we got it running, and then we took, a victory lap. Um, we took a victory lap down Westcliff, and, and uh, we got it. So now that it's kind of set up, I'm going to be doing a lot more videos. And um, go check out the videos, because I'll have all the videos of everything we talk about on the podcast. You, you got Except know, for the uh, race today. Well, no, I got the race. Got, Don't worry. So I, speaking of videos, that's what I was going to get to now. There's something else we did today. We actually did it. Bam, bam, bam. We actually fucking did it. Gorilla flat track. Flat track. We did every day. The cops didn't come and give us wood shampoos afterwards either. It was awesome. Wood shampoo. Wood shampoos. I always thought they were made of composite. Excuse me, Mr. Constable. We're talking about like 50s shampoos. Oh. Thank you, wood shampoo. Get Back when blackjack meant a totally different thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we loaded up a couple dirt bikes, a mini bike, and then uh, the, three the XR 650Rs. XR and we rampaged over to an empty uh, dirt lot over on the west side of town. No, we, we got to edit that out. It's the secret spot that nobody knows about. But, <laughs> but don't forget the XR 650Rs like are set up for street. It was like so. a dirt bike uh, flash mob. Yeah. It was a dirt bike. <laughs> it was a dirt bike we flash. threw yeah, two cones out in this lot, and then. Uh, well, we, I. I think it'd be important to run through exactly what machines competed in today's timed endurance <laughs> event. Well, so, right. three XR650Rs, a TTR125, a my, DR4 my DR400, 400, and the little 125 mini bike. I, I would have right. to say... Which is like a, a 70, anyway. Jim in a uh, in a dress was kind of a machine. It's a kill, motherfucker. Don't make well. me get out of this chair. Cause <laughs> I, if I do, shit's going to go down. I didn't see you on the kill ride this year. Just saying. No, it's true. Next year, it was uh, it, it was, was everything I hoped it would be, <laughs> including uh, uh, Sage got taken out in a crash in the first on turn. The first Ooh, turn, it was on a, a mini bike, clusterfuck first turn. <laughs> I thought I was gonna run him over, Think but the should... start was pretty sweet. I gotta say, oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. son of a I start bitch. ever. I, I hold up a three to go three two one, and I hold up my hand, and Jim goes on three. Yo, no, someone, someone Jim, I see Jim go. Yeah. We're going. I fucking whiskey throttled that motherfucker. That was well, yeah. Of course I meant to do that. I think I'll put you in slow motion when I make the video. I hope my junk. It'll be like out. Hard, you know it might scare people. Be like twelve and, o'clock boys. Just be like and uh, <laughs> knock who discovered this lot and has been hooliganing in it by himself. Yeah. I thought might have an advantage. He giggled nope. like a little girl and drove like a grandma the whole time. <laughs> Dude, I was fucking sliding hard. I tried I to kick you hard. one time. Yeah. <laughs> 
And Douglas, I've never seen you ride that good, dude. You were just <laughs> on it. You were on it. But unfortunately, Craig was behind you, and he was. He cut my line. <laughs> <laughs> Craig you know, I wanted seen him it do it. So you know, Craig bad. did a split like a ballerina. Did you see that? So like the first like six laps, I I could see you right behind me, and we're into every turn. I you were going damn straight. I was coming in at a, at an angle to hit the corner. And you were going way too fast trying to keep up. And I said, sure enough, he's going to he's gonna freaking blow right by me. Like, for the first, like, four or five laps, you were doing that. And I think you got wise to it and started making a more rounded corner instead of going straight between each cone. He, and, he uh, crashed at least twice where he slid out. Yeah. And yeah. Like, he was at a dead stop and had Dude, to come Craig, back. Dude, you crashed twice and still lapped me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was on the DRZ 400 I'd, with I'd knobbies. Back, yeah. Yeah. No replacement yeah. for yeah. displacement. <laughs> yeah. Yo, no, dude, I just got a really good idea. I think that what we should do is put the cones on strings next time, so that when someone's coming into the corner, you just extend it a little bit. How about you know uh, I mean? we're shortening up a little bit? You know, how about make the cones shorter on a timer? Pull them together after every lap, <laughs> so oh, the track gets shorter. Really good idea. You know what I would like to see is a right hand turn. Right, take the TT track at yeah, Hollister track, and yeah. miniaturize it, and then that way you can at well, least have a right hand. If it's right hand turns, you can't have your foot on the brake. How about well, we that's do the point? Plus, if we had a right hand turn, you got to <laughs> go through that fucked up. I got an idea. Wood chip section. I think that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like some turns. Better than rope on the cones. Human cones that move. <laughs> <laughs> you will not be in charge of the game. So, Craig, I, I will not be a human cone. Oh, Craig, I want to get your account of the race. What were you thinking? Well, when we first started, I saw Jim taking off. <laughs> and I was confused. You I saw, saw three ass. go. And then for about two seconds, I thought, no, 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 we have to restart this. I will say, if and me blowing a wheelie out the gate at that moment, considering my garb, didn't confuse you, nothing will. I think Jim's the so, real winner here. So so I was literally confused. I thought there must be a restart, and then I quickly found out there will be no restart. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla style. No restart. Um, <laughs> this and, is like street basketball. Yeah. And then I saw people taking going out, going here, going there, and then I almost ran over Captain America <laughs> on, on the 50. On the 50. It's, and, a, it's a 70. Okay. He 70. said he hit a pothole bigger than the wheel and kind <laughs> yeah. of endoed. I don't know what happened. Oh, but damn. he came back so, with a front fence. No, there was a pothole down there, but it was a 70 with a 125 in it, right? So you had that that look in your eye as you were going around. I could see Douglas was like, he was cool, like he's keeping his pace, he's concentrating, but you had that wild animal style thing happening. I was I was hunting my prey. <laughs> his, his name was Douglas. And uh, Douglas, I do do credit where credit is due is um, was was keeping good lines, and I thought I would take a little bit more aggressive approach. So <laughs> I, I was right I was <laughs> beelining straight to beelining straight to the cone and then trying to slide the the rear wheel just like we used to do when we were seven on our bmx bikes and wait were you it, on the, the dr 400 i was on the dr 400 right. and so as i was stalking him i think he knew in his in his heart that he was going to be caught but he, he kept a <laughs> he kept a good a good going a good game going and then uh eventually he fell victim on like the yeah the the sixth Seventh lap, I think. It was the, the it was the last lap on the last <laughs> straightaway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought Douglas had it, and then I, I'm watching the other goobers going around. Probably knock went by me giggling. I got distracted. <laughs> and Matt and Jim were just like just 
trying to keep from their wheels sliding out. And then I look up and I see Craig zoom past. And I went, what? what? Oh, Craig, what? Craig won! Like, ah! I'd like to thank God. (laughs) (laughs) What I thought was funny is like, there were a couple of people that were driving by on the road, and all of a sudden they were pulling over like, what the fuck is going on there? Yeah, people were coming out of their office buildings and peeking over. Wow. So we do got to up our game on the the Amscray part of it. Yeah, Yeah. on the staging and exiting needs yeah. to be quick, 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 quick. We're, we're going to stay there for about 15 minutes before the race actually started. We're and I'd like to see unloading. So we got to do this all, all street legal bikes, I think. Yeah. Or, oh, or fuck park no. the or cars further away and ride the bikes down the street, yeah. to the, the cars. So we have low uh, trucks that we can ride the bikes up into the ramp and have a designated tie-down person and a designated ramp person and true. streamline the, the Yeah, situation. the whole thing oh. should take 10 but minutes. But I will tops. say there is a beauty yeah. in the unplanned chaos of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was because awesome. we were on the way back from the ride, we're talking about oh, we should berm it, we should do this, and I'm like, uh, that fucks it up. You want to find a raw space that no one's touched and just jump out on it, be crazy, see what happens, and go. Well, oh, someone's wow. touched it because that thing smelled like horse shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that was me. Just, uh, <laughs> the puddles in there. I had a plan. I was like, hey, I'm just gonna bounce immediately after this is done. So <laughs> that's the thing is that everybody who was riding in it, who actually raced, like it was gone. So if the police showed up it would have been like everybody who didn't do anything but observe would have gotten except for some half naked man in a shower curtain <laughs> loading dirt bikes into his truck that's, like, that's how Santa Cruz man that's how the cops work it's like the one guy who takes off they're like eh, I don't feel like chasing him I'm just gonna bust everyone else <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make a full video of that race and I'll put it up like tomorrow the day after sweet and I, I think we gotta do that again sometime we should have all fire it somehow be like a, a Sunday fireworks fire like the the, the no, West Cliff ride. Like a, not too. Too maybe often. like once a month. Yeah. Yes, maybe once yeah. a month. Hey, so I got a question. Speaking of dirt, what do you think would be a good color for a dirt scooter? Uh, Brown. <laughs> Dust. <laughs> Dust. <laughs> orange. Neon yellow. Neon yeah. orange. Pumpkin you gotta go orange. Neon. Because I've I've got one on the way. That's right. Oh. So yeah, bagel will be in scooter? there. I'm setting it up. I have I have purchased a 1980s Bajaj two stroke from Phil at Cleveland Moto. Oh, shout out you to Phil. It from Phil. Yes, <laughs> for a very good price, and I'm working on arrangements to get it out here. Um, it's going to Phil's going to deliver, that's right? All right. What's uh, with the? <laughs> how do you get past the ground clearance on that? Um, I'll just scrape. <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna you put don't. I'm gonna put a pipe that goes up over the motor instead of one that goes underneath, so mm-hmm. at least have that clearance to to deal with. You can't just put like taller shocks on it or something. I might be able to, or like somehow extend the swing arm a little bit. Maybe I'll play around with it. Bigger but, wheels. Yeah, but if we're, I'm, I want to just get it running for for first, you know, at first and just play around with it, and or a dirt you know, bike. it'll be a work in progress. Well, like, yeah. like one of those exhausts that comes up by the side, like those yep. Triumph Scramblers kind of thing. Yeah, up and over the front of the engine, over the top. We'll definitely exactly. get that going, especially if Yuri wants to do it, Adrian yeah. want to do it. Well, we're going to have some more fun. Yeah, where was Yuri today? But he, he was out. He's probably he's winning out. winning races. Um, <laughs> I think it would be like, very interesting legit. if we found some, uh, some alternate locations, got some... I mean, I don't know if there's a, Charlie, plas- if there's listen, a plethora of... But. Charlie has a spot on his property where he's been doing a lot of tracking with his 125. Oh, nice. So we, I don't think it would take much convincing to get him a little you yeah. know, flat track party at his house. I saw it. It was about half as big as what we were doing today. Even better. <laughs> we'll just do figure eights. Smaller bikes. <laughs> smashing Smaller the figure eight. That would be sweet. <laughs> I'm in. Figure eight, I'm in. I'll go, I'm going full naked uh, for that. Yeah. Liza, what do we got next? 
So you know how I didn't have a Craigslist rant this week? Well, I did have one. I just didn't share it. On Thank this goodness. <laughs> no, that's because our good friend Josh, he had a much better one. And it was so good, I in fact turned it into a segment we call... Craigslist Crack Job Theater. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, Crack Job? What does Crack, crack job, job mean? Where's the music? Oh. You don't know the music. Playing the role of Josh report. will be me. <laughs> Playing the role of the interested Craigslist buyer will be Lucas. A.K.A. the Crackhead. Mm. <laughs> I'm so, not a crackhead. Lucas, you're playing one on TV. When you're ready. It's too real, man. Um, he's a method actor, isn't he? <laughs> no, Did met- you just call me a method, method actor? actor. <laughs> totally. All right. Without any further ado, and that means from all y'all. Um, <laughs> hey, bro, you still got the stunt bike? Yep. Still interested. It depends. Will, will the bike start or is the harness destroyed? The bike starts and rides fine. It could use wiring work, though. The headlight and taillight are wired straight to the battery on their own switch, and the brake light switches aren't connected. Okay. So you're saying I could ride it home? <laughs> um, it's, geared, it's geared way too low to ride on the freeway, most likely. I've never taken it on the freeway, though. Maybe, maybe you could. Uh, what are the RPM at fifth gear and 55 miles per hour? It's at least 6,000 in sixth gear. Holy shit, that's super low. What was it geared for? <laughs> um, this is a stunt bike. I saw it was a stunt bike, but that thing could do a backflip on solid ground. LOL. Hmm, okay, I want to see it. When? What's the bike's location? Foster City. Could I see it tonight? Maybe around 8 or 9. I have a commute from SF to Brentwood every day, but I'll go down that way tonight to see it. I'm actually pretty interested. Yeah, I guess. But honestly, the headlight that is on the bike is only there, so it has some kind of a headlight. It's not really good enough to ride home at night, and with the gearing already, it makes it hard. I can't buy it tonight, but I want to see it. Right now, I pay over $300 a month in gas, so I am legit interested. I want to see it to see what I have to do in order what, to change drive the gear. What, did he drive a bus? <laughs> I may just buy it this morning, coming Wednesday, and then have a dealer clean it up for me. Dude, honestly, this really isn't a commuter bike. The gas tank holds a lot less than it should because it's hammered in. Plus, it has <laughs> plus it has the left-hand rear brake set up for stunting, which is worth about half of what I'm asking for the bike already. I feel better selling it to someone that knows it's more of a stunt bike already. And if you take this to a dealer, they will laugh at you. <laughs> Is the tank supposed to be dented on top? <laughs> and what's the other side look like? Be honest. Does it need a shitload of work? Oh Dude, it's stunt ready or ready for an around the town bike. If you want it to be a really good daily freeway commuter, it would need some work. It's a stunt bike. <laughs> okay, I understand it's a stunt bike, but it just needs a few mods to change to a commuter. So left-hand brake where the clutch is. They're, they're both there. Yeah, it would just need to be re-geared, and it would need a headlight and maybe a better muffler. Also, the cluster speedo is attached to the crash cage, so you can't really look at it while riding. <laughs> if you want, I can take the stunt parts off and sell you the bike for less if you're interested. In, if you're not interested in stunting it. Yeah, not a huge stunner myself, but I can make you a deal. <laughs> if we can work together 
Tyler to make it ride well and not kill me at higher speeds, I'll pay the same amount you want for the bike if you pull the stunt parts off and regear it. I get paid this coming Wednesday. The cash isn't a problem, but I don't have to worry about the speed or a tank. I can fix that myself. I do like the crash bar, though. What CC is it again? Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. So if it's regeared, but without the handbrake setup, you mean? The guy I got it from might have included a more normal-sized rear sprocket. I'll have to check. It's a 636. Yeah, dude. If you make it a commuter and pull a stunt gear off, make it a reliable dealie, and I will pay <laughs> daily. I will pay the same price you're asking. $400 cash. This you is all the, text, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. You have the title, and it's legit, right? And by the way, I like my bikes loud. So if it's loud and normal, that's better. What's the model? 2004 Kawasaki Ninja ZX6R636. Your Craigslist ad changed up. You were asking $400 when I first contacted you. Nope. It's been $2,500 for a few weeks. <laughs> the reason I messaged you is because it said 400 The ad said it was laid down. End scene. Oh, now, and Josh said all Shit. over the ad, it says, I will take nothing less than two grand. Wow. Yeah. Well, this guy is like... He's so, already an idiot. I'm not surprised. So let's just That's insane. Let's just uh let's just go over this again. This guy thinks for four hundred dollars, he's going to get a running bike that's been worked on and prepared to make it commuter friendly. A two thousand and four. It's like Well, don't forget the fact that he's like, it's a stunt bike. He's like, wait, why does it have such a big sprocket? (laughs) It's a stunt bike. Why is the tank dented in? It's a stunt bike. (laughs) Why the left-hand brake? It's a stunt bike. (laughs) He's like, I know it's a stunter. Why is it going to cage on it? You don't know what the fuck that means. Sounds like it's a massive troll. (laughs) He's like, is is the dent in the tank for a passenger? (laughs) (laughs) That's for a dog. That's what his balls did when he. <laughs> I just emailed Josh and I'm like, I feel your pain, bro. And you know, when you get a buyer who's using words like legit interested and get paid on Wednesday, and which dude. are things I keep getting. So this guy wants to buy a $400 bike and he's waiting to get waiting paid. to get paid. Yeah. Since cash isn't an issue, obviously it is. If you have to wait for $400, yeah. my friend. Oh. Then he's going to take it to a dealer to get dialed in. Cash yeah. isn't yeah. Okay. cash isn't an issue next Wednesday as long as it's $400 or less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Craigslist, oh, it just keeps providing the fun. So, um I was thinking of something this week and I wanted to kind of throw this out to the group. And see, you know, what, you got, Liza? what with well, what with my new Super Duke out there? Ooh. What? what? Uh, yeah, y'all. That thing um, dirty. You know, I look at it. I'm like, damn, that thing is sexy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I started thinking, like, you know what? What makes a bike sexy? Orange. And, the rider. Sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of it. Like, and when I was Spike looking on ends. the internet, if you actually search like top <laughs> ten, top ten sexy bikes, yeah. they're all sport bikes. Yeah. Oh fuck yes, they are. And, I, and I'm, I'm just like, I think uh, the Indian Chief is pretty sexy. Or the I think uh, the Indian Scout. 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 Yeah. yeah, the Scout. Fucking. I vote for the Scout. I mean, it's really, really cool it's looking. a cool looking bike. Because I saw a Scout over at Corbin yesterday, and it was cool looking, but. 
I feel like it has like that Metropolis look. Yeah, it, it really does. You it, know what I mean? It's, it's almost like a 1940s, but with like a modern kind of post wish retro. I, I wish that the, the Scout had a bigger engine. I wish it was bigger than, you know what I mean, than it is. But it is uh, water-cooled, so. So, Ryan, what do you think qualifies something as being sexy? Uh, rider attitude. Uh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Do you think the XR 650R is a sexy bike? Yeah, I think so. What about hey, this? Right, <laughs> I like this guy. Right. I know, no, no. What about oh, a? Wow! Just, I see Hold what on. you did there, Brian. 2001 yeah. Suzuki Katana. You, you put me on it. It's not so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a difference so between sexy sensual and like frisky in motorcycles well hold we're, on we're talking think, about sexy bikes who I, cares who's riding it it's just supposed I think to be ryan, a i think ryan just called not sexy oh. yeah okay oh. he's talking about matt he's totally wrong <laughs> sexy and you know no no douglas in all fairness do you think the xr 650r is a sexy bike? yeah i do all right well what, what the supermoto version yeah what qualifies that <laughs> i don't know the lines the colors mm-hmm. how you threw it together the pride putting it together simplicity the uh uh-huh. Well, I think that's like a um, subjective. I think because yeah, really, I mean, you, when you say something like that, I mean, you go to Born Free, half the people here wouldn't go to Born Free because they think it's absolutely ridiculous. Then there's people who are diehard think it's it's unbelievably like the coolest thing. Like, Nobody's well, perfect. It boils down to yeah. what you think is sexy. Like some, some <laughs> if you ask two guys what they look for in their their mate, it's going to be two different yeah. things. This is right. like, so, it's it's completely personal. How about I, Lucas? Do you think my versus is sexy? Um, it has some nice lines to it. Don't, we, look, y'all, don't be nice and polite. This I'm is not being nice and polite. I'm, I'm ex- saying... I'm describing uh, what Lucy, I like and don't He doesn't want to get hit again, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, are, are you a tit man or a boob man? Or, or an ass man? I think he's I'm a trying leg to, guy. I'm trying totally, to figure totally out. Totally a cock man. man. He's a, I am yeah. all about that sport bike tail. <laughs> I think he's a yeah. cock oh, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now we're getting somewhere. Oh, yeah. My, my favorite looking bike of all time is the RC8, KTM RC8. And I have to say, the closest second would be a uh, MV Agusta Brutale. <gasps> because that is a sexy looking so, bike. So you're well, an ass man. Yeah. You, you see bikes and they come up and there's certain bikes that you just look and you hear it like a dog and you see and you look real quick and you're like, oh, it's that. And then there's other bikes when you see and you're just like looking Ooh, at it. You're checking this yeah. out, checking that out, checking this out. Mm. So it's like, it's definitely specific, mm-hmm. I guess, to the person. It changes though. I mean, I, like depending yeah. what kind of motorcycles you have or what kind of riding experiences you enjoy as you progress as a rider, it changes. Because at one point, maybe I'll like a BMW fucking RT bullshit, whatever, you know? No, and but it's like. <laughs> we're not talking about what isn't, what's cool or not, or what. Right. We're talking about what's. Sexy. Is this an we aesthetic should... thing, or are we supposed yeah, to get a Yeah, I think it is. So, am I supposed to look at a bike and get a boner? All right, so... <laughs> um, so obviously, it's the whole... haven't met the right bike yet, Luke. Yeah. It's yeah. the whole phallic symbol thing, right? Like a Ducati 916, a lot of people will say, yeah, that's sexy. Yeah. Try to define what that is, though. That's what I'm trying to, right. to yeah. find here. So, like, Craig... Maybe a little warning next time. Do you think yeah. that scooter... Uh, is there a scooter that you think is sexy? No. <laughs> well, this is personal taste. Now, Bagel, what would you say is probably the sexiest scooter? The sexiest scooter in my mind is probably the Stop touching Vespa yourself. GS150. <laughs> Because it has an ass like, bomb. It got an ass like, like a woo! big bottom right. girl. Uh, right, it is. The vintage Vespas have sexy asses. There's just no way around that. Dude, and bagel. What What do you think about a PCX125? Sexy or not sexy? Uh, no, I mean it's a great bike. 
but uh, it's not sexy. Because I ride that like every day at work, and I think it's pretty sexy. <laughs> well, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's fun, and it's a great bike. It's very capable. But so I don't basically, find it sexy. it's just like you know the the Tinder date of <laughs> scooters. Maybe. So, so how about a how about an MP3? Uh, not sexy. How about but, a T Rex? No. Honda Ruckus. Yeah. Honda Ruckus with an extended swing arm and gold rims and a straight pipe. Ruckus Rider. I don't don't find any of that sexy, though, to be honest. Because for me, sexy sexy is is curves and aesthetically pleasing looks. Ruckus is utilitarian. I mean, it might be badass. (laughs) It might look, you know, be wild and crazy. Morpheus. See, to me, a stock is sexy. Mm. Like, that that is a one-scooter that I could say, you know what? I actually find that sexy. It's rugged. It looks like it's capable and aggressive. And it's an, un- so it's if, an unruly if, toddler. If it was a man, it, it cannot be, be like, sexy. It would be yeah. like the brawny guy. Right. And it's, it's, it's an aesthetic thing. It's you just aesthetic. go around the room and just ask everyone. I was about to say that. Like we, should, we should all give our, our I, sexiest bikes. Well, I just want to say something. I got this this uh, Bonneville Triumph oh. outside that I've been riding around, <laughs> and like I was thinking, oh, well, maybe I'll buy this bike, and I'm glad I got to ride it for the weekend because I like it. It's really cool. It, but I just like I'm not feeling it when I'm riding it, and I'm like, it doesn't uh, let you cruise see, hard. Even no, riding on the back of that thing, I was like, shit, this might be an up the butt bike for me. Yeah, it, see, that's it what I'm was, saying. It She's either, into it. Oh my god, I felt like a gentleman riding it. But the funny thing is, the that way that I ride and the shit that I do on the bike, I'm like, people are probably watching me and being like, why is that guy doing that? So are you saying, I mean, we're we're talking here that sexy is referring to aesthetics, but you guys are talking about the ride. Yeah. Oh, it's just the way the bike that makes me feel. I, I I don't feel like I, I I can wear tight enough jeans and have a beard big enough to ride that bike. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I've I've run into bikes where I've like, oh yeah, that looks like that that looks like a nice ride. That looks sexy. And then I but get on it would look and good I on ride it. it, and I'm just like, this is not sexy. This is not. This is either utilitarian. This is sluggish. This is slow. This isn't responsive. It doesn't listen to what I'm telling it to do. That's so, what she said. I think that... Yeah. Yeah, right, let me put no, it this way. I like to dominate. Let me put it this way. When, <laughs> those, when those girls rolled up on the Triumph Bonnevilles last week, like I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool because like, it, it kind of suits them. But I, like, if, if Kat got on my Bonneville or that Bonneville, it was like, oh, cool. Like That's fucking... She's got a cool, clean bike. It's really cool looking and it, and it suits her. Me, sexy on that bike and they feel like it's sexy. I just look like a fucking idiot. Like, why is this guy so, like jumping curbs and so shit? So it's a girly know? bike is what you're saying. So duh. I think so. A girl, yeah, I kind of agree with a, you. a girl riding a bike ride that that is ups her sexy value. Not all girls. Uh, okay. Not Hashtag all not all men. And and cat, <laughs> cat, a dude on a bike is that? Is that it sexy? automatically piques my interest. So, so uh, you want to hear sexy until they on take a bike? their helmet off? I'm just saying everyone's sexy in a helmet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes say, you just want them to put it back on. What, what do you call like motorcycle butterface? Helmet face, like <laughs> it's not more about how the rider looks; it's about how she rides. How, yeah, it's, how I think it's the it. way Liza looks when she takes her helmet off because her hair—it's so fucking funny. It, she's got like helmet head; it looks like a bell. Because that also goes head. both ways. So if if I'm pulling up and this dude's on a bike and I end up going on a ride with him, it can either go really good or really bad. Because if I don't respect him as a rider and I see that he does re- either reckless things or. Think just non-skillful things. Wait a second, things? I've seen you fucking ride. Oh. What are you talking about other people being <laughs> reckless? You well, curse not. in your fucking helmet, I've got my music on, and I can hear you screaming. 
it's how I take out my rage, so I don't take it out in my riding. I've learned that. <laughs> That's rage against the machine. No, I can scream in Literally. my helmet all I want, yeah. and if I scream in my helmet, then I'm not scre- like then I'm not fucking up and, and uh, doing irresponsible things. Kat, we we Kat, have veered. Cat, you need to get a tattoo digressed. like on the back of your neck that says "Rage Against the Cage." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I do that shit when I'm in a car too, though. I, yeah, it's I did just, that. It's, it's still Rage Against the Cage. I did that earlier today. But back to what I was saying so, is that yeah, it, it can either go but one of two ways. It can either make a person extraordinarily more sexy like riding with somebody who's capable and or if you see somebody who's just not shifting on point or breaking too hard or not or breaking in the apex of the corner or something you just kind of lose that like riding crossed up that makes you cringe dude do you guys do you guys think that across the board Ducatis are all sexy Mm. Ducati Paso is definitely not something people would universally think is sexy not all sexy I I don't know I mean what what, what the island remember Laguna Seca they had the Ducati island I mean you just walk around there and, and you know I don't want to know that I want to be a Ducati owner, but I'm like, damn, like I would feel fucking awesome if I was. Right, you know, some of the sexy motorcycles down at Laguna were Moto Guzzi. Mm-hmm. You can get on yeah. those bikes and check out those Moto Guzzis, and it's like, oh, Italian. It's like I don't Italian think they let shoes. you try those out naked. It's like an though, Italian James. Harley. <laughs> what do you guys think is the, is the sexiest color? Orange. <laughs> Come on. Come, you really have to ask I, you that know what? fucking question? I like uh, the blue yeah, that Suzuki's blue. been using since 2009. It's like not the deep blue like I have on my 08, but it's kind of more like the teal colored yellowish blue. Notice his uh, yeah. shirt. <laughs> not, not this color blue. It's, 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 uh... It's a lot more oh, like that gas about. tank hanging over there in yeah, the corner. Yeah, exactly like that what you're blue. talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the best color. Like an oceany blue. Yes. So yeah. let's just let's go around the room and just everyone list just a bike that they think qualifies as just a sexy bike. What do you think, Zach? Mine. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm not allowed to answer this question. I went to school for philosophy of aesthetics. Man's <laughs> <laughs> responsible way too long and way too Kantian. What's your favorite color? <laughs> Uh, uh, d- d- it doesn't matter. No, no. It's more. It's more. It's more about the forms. Patina. Yeah. It's more about the forms and how they flow together. All right, Jim. How about you? What do you set. think is a sexy bike? Uh, you know, I was being at Corbin yesterday. The Corbin mm-hmm. Warbird. If you look at the sexy lines and lines that flow, and it's it's almost where. Where if you design something, it's that philosophy where by f- if you design it for function and it functions perfectly, it should look aesthetically beautiful by default. I think anytime you see a piece of machinery that functions like perfectly and it just looks beautiful, not because they designed it that way, but the engineering turned out that way, that to me is sexy. And then, you know, hot chick after that, that's sexy to me. All right, Bagel, how about you? What's... The epitome. Oh, that's a nice ass. Right? Big bottom Vintage girls. Vespa. Sexy. You know what? It brings Damn, me. She got we're going to yeah. keep going around, but I think that what we're we're getting on, Bagel's example, the Vespa, and, and you know, I mentioned Ducati, and then I was, I'm looking over at the models over behind Jim, and there's an MV Augusta that I think is just beautiful. And then you start thinking about the Italian cars. You know, and like Italians designers no like Pininfarina, you know, yeah. stuff like yeah. that. There's, yeah. they know how to do sexy. So I'll, I'll say MV Augusta. How about yeah. you, Craig? Well, actually, yeah. I was just gonna say, if you want me to say to list a sexy motorcycle, I would, I would say like a vintage Indian is is a sexy bike mm-hmm. because okay. it's got nice Art Deco styling. There's one right there, sweet in the lines. model case. Yeah, 
Yeah, something like that. That's sexy mm-hmm. in my mind. All right, Craig, how about you? What is sexy? I'm actually right on your wavelength. I'm going to go with the sexiest bike ever made is Massimo Tamburini's masterpiece, the oh, F4. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And you know what makes it so sexy to me is when he consulted an Italian organ maker for the four, for the yeah. four-piece exhaust system. And those are handmade uh, full titanium pieces too, right? I will I, go with... Yes, because you know, <laughs> I, I, so, I can't. are we playing a game right now? Andrew Denton has one, and he brought it by, and the they were like very oh, slightly right. asymmetrical, and I was like, "Why is that?" And he's like, "Because like some dude named like Giuseppe like makes them himself." <laughs> <laughs> like out of some he wasn't titanium. too far off. He wasn't too far off. So yeah. he made a trip to an Italian organ maker to, and also he spent forty thousand hours making it. His wow. team. His team. Wow. So that's that's sexy. That's sexy to me is just the the amount of care of every detail, and w- the amount of work that went into the F four. I think it. I think it's flawless. How about you, Nop? Okay, this is purely based on function, and it's actually one of my up the butt bikes, and it is a Honda. RC one sixty six. Oh, you guys might not know this. This is, it is red. It is is red and silver. Damn. It is um, it's a two fifty with six cylinders. Oh snap! Uh, it's a if you yeah. don't know what it is, Google oh, RC one sixty six. They made that know? bike for racing for like two or three years. Right? Yeah, and uh, yeah. it's the engine is done in a way where like you just can't make it, it anymore. Just smoked you know? everybody. Wait, you like it yeah. better than like the NSRs? <laughs> yeah. You know they're coming out with a new generation of NSRs, right? That's good. Hey, Stan, isn't there one of those up at Canepa Motors, that six-cylinder Honda? Honda made a whole bunch of of different six-cylinders, but the RC-166 was, I think, the first iteration of it. And um, it's a purpose-built racing machine, and when it came out, nothing sounded like it. It sounded like this buzzsaw with, like, six into six pipes, and it's pretty amazing. It's got cool lines, too. Six into six? So right, yeah, in the one pipe, and the, you know, knock. I, oh, get, I can cool. get you alone in that in yeah, the room yeah. with that for so, five so minutes. Oh, dude, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> so, what, oh, that's a bike I want to die on if so, I can, you know. So, so five visit, minutes. Visit, visit the Solvang motorcycle place. Uh, um, God, what's the guy's name that owns it? He has got a collection of what pretty much half of what's in there would qualify as sexy. I mean, stuff that's from the twenties all the way up to now, right? Yeah. An NSR, for example. The place is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah way cool. So Lucas. Sexy. I kind of said it before, but my best pick goes for the RC8 or right. slash RC8R. And I remember reading yeah. about how it was like, it was designed by, I mean, it's an Austrian bike, it's KTM, but it was designed by some guy who was like, I can't remember where he's from, but he was like a fashion designer. He like never designed a motorcycle, I don't think. Hmm. And this is like his first attempt at it. And it's it's so awesome, man. It's just like one of the other bikes I really like is the 2006 R6 because it has like those crazy yeah, like, like stealth style angular. Yeah, you like very angular. I love tight angular lines. exactly. And I feel like the R6R it's got a really tall, really narrow angular tail which I yeah, really I like. Yeah, I love that too. Yeah, and it's got just the lines on the tank are really sharp, yeah. but they managed to also be really fun. Functional. So they I look- think like you see a lot of uh, really smooth organic lines on motorcycles all the time because mm-hmm. they have to double, you know, form versus function, right? And a lot of the time, organic lines just make it ride better. But I think that bike, you know, I even sat on uh, Craig's. It's like it doesn't matter what it looks like; it oh, still feels great. Yeah. So yeah, Jim's holding up a picture of it with a lady, I think, next to it. <laughs> yeah. I can't see yeah. from here. Yeah. Uh, but it's like I think it's just perfection when it comes to aesthetics. That's actually 
one of the bikes that I would pick out of a lineup and say that is one of the world's sexiest bikes to me. Um, But on a completely different... I mean, I also think that the R6 Raven edition in 2006 is is really nice. That's what I was thinking of. um, But two strokes to me are really sexy because mm. they have that nice the pipe and the and expansion chamber everything about it is just raw oh and the expansion smell. chambers yeah. just look smell. like chodes to me like i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> I dirt bikes yeah. I'd say you're especially right. two, strokes two strokes are, are just sexy. really raw and powerful and just they're there and that's what they are mm-hmm. you don't you don't have any fairings to fuck around with and you don't like you just they're just so Fucking great! Just blindfold yeah. me, and stick me in a sealed yeah, exactly. room with a two yeah. stroke. So for me, for me, I'll be happy. RG five hundred, RG five hundred. That's that's yeah. that's mine. And Liza, mm-hmm. I was, just to add on what Cat was saying, there there is another bike that I would say sounds really sexy to me. Uh, is any Kawasaki triple two stroke? Mm, yeah. yeah those, those bikes didn't they call them like the Widowmaker? Yes. They, like those the, are crazy. The H two was the Widowmaker. Five fifty. Yeah. My dad rode one, and he's like was astounded at how abruptly the power came on oh yeah power band it was oh, like yes. turning a switch yep <laughs> i owned one of every one of them at one point yeah actually i had pretty much one of each of those and honestly oh. yeah you don't want it <laughs> i just want to listen out to with it. a snowmobile it, so it's, it's like <laughs> marrying Mar- it's it. like marrying the pretty girl with that whiny voice you can't put up with <laughs> so how about you douglas um sexiest bike in the world i to me, I couldn't tell you, but I'm going to tell you the traits that I look for. Yeah. What I'm looking for, it's really minimal stuff. Uh, example would be this XR650R Supermoto. I found it on Google. Uh, it's very minimal. Everything's been removed. Uh, there's no airbox. It's got a nice intake, um, except for the flaming skull on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's tramp stamp. And it's got a little too much red on it. It looks like Mike. Uh, <laughs> I've noticed that it's orange, <laughs> but th- this this type of thing—it's got Marcasini wheels, and it's got—it's very minimal, and it's that would be Italian it's cut wheels. Down. Yeah. Small. yeah. Oh, so, dude, they powder coated the frame like yeah. cherry red. That's like stunner status, dude. That looks like something somebody you're riding be like through the streets of Baltimore. It needs a little like more that. black on it, but and it leads a much shorter rear fender. But that that kind of minimal um, design I look for is, is like sexy. I also yeah. found that like pockets, air, blank spaces in bikes are really sexy to me, where you can take out the the airbox and put in pod filters mm-hmm. on any bike. It doesn't matter if it's a clunky old cruiser or whatever it is. What about it, it makes um, it sexy? What about like those old classic bikes where they remove the battery and then you just have like that triangle where there's mm-hmm. nothing? I mean, in like. It? Yeah. 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 Uh, Triple yeah. tracker. Yeah. That, I, I kind of hate sexy. that. I think it looks really bad. Really? <laughs> yeah. it, oh, man. It, it's like you don't want to have wasted space. Like aesthetically, if you're an artist, negative space is like you're trying to say something, you know? And to me, when I look at that kind of negative space, I'm just like, there needs to be something there. Like a panel or like a train horn. Put something in there. Train horn? <laughs> yeah. Oh my Perfect God. Place Disco ball. Your eye goes to the negative. If you look a lot, he just of the, described the kind of woman he likes to. But if you look yeah, a lot of those, she comes with a train uh, horn in her crevice. Lucas can't handle Sorry, the gap. No, I was just saying, if you look at a lot of the bikes that they're like, a lot of the old Hondas that they're tricking out that make us scramblers and ramblers and all that, it's nothing but negative space. Mm-hmm. You know, they take so much off. 
even, the one that bothers me is the seat. It's like, come on now, you got to put a little bit more back on the seat. But I think the seats like that look good too, though. They look clean. Yeah, I, I they think, look really clean. And I've minimal. seen some SR500s lately that just look ridiculously cool. If you're taking yeah. that much space out of like the bike, why can't you just like cut down the rest of the bike to make it smaller? You know, like if you have a huge space underneath the seat, why can't you just give it a really tiny seat? You know, that would look way more aesthetic. I don't know. I just like a big amount of space between the rear wheel and the tail. I think the bigger the space is, the cooler it looks. Yeah, like that, that does. Too. That's that so, is a good trait. So you want a hill climbing bike? Is what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Extended swing arms look pretty badass to me. I got it, <laughs> right. especially on a ruckus. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So Ryan, how about you? We're back to you. Uh, aesthetics. Um, I think that when that movie Tron came out with that Ducati, hmm, mm-hmm. that cafe racer. Oh. That's to uh, me. What I, I thought it was like really sexy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cool looking bike, man. Even now, I still want one. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen uh, the Panigale Cafe Racer build? No. They actually made that yeah. bike. There's a guy in Florida who custom makes yeah. those Tron bikes yeah. that actually rides. Wow. And it, it's exactly like the movie. Yeah, but do they sound like do a they, Harley, do they, though. <laughs> they're like... Rah, 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 rah. Do they corner, corner the same way? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. And the guy's like laying down and like he's laying in bed. I yeah. Mean, like straight up. So how about you, Mike? Come on. Um, Bring your sexy. Wait, isn't Craig's bike the one they're not making anymore because it's too crazy? His KTM? Yeah. It's yeah. true they're not making it. I don't know why it's too crazy, but it's because KTM's entering MotoGP in 2017. Yeah. So plus, they, they abandoned their World Superbike yeah. project, which was the RCA. Yeah, I, well, I read that that bike was out of control, and, and there was even like, our, there was like something that was saying something about how, you know, they, is it is it they they stopped making that bike because it was so crazy and the reason and, and then the question they were asking was like should it be you know, people be able to shut down bike production because it's so fucking awesome so you're, yeah. you're saying performance has a lot to do well I, think I don't it, give a shit I, I, oh, I'm not so Phil, Phil from Cleveland though. Moto I, I mean, think what that was I about like Craig's bike was like it is completely analog so there's like no rider aids on it at all and everyone's like oh it's crazy it just means that there are no rider aids to hold your hand so mm-hmm. it's like if you're a fucking bitch don't buy that bike there's no yeah. there's no I, yeah. when I, I saw that bike and then I saw the, the his bike and then I saw the same exact one up at uh, We All Ride and I just remember when I first got there I was like what the fuck is that it's cool looking I was, isn't it I was just yeah. like that I, I would like I could never get my bike to look that cool. Yeah, sexy bikes look but like they're going 100 miles the, an hour standing still. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. I yeah. totally got to agree. Like, the, they, the, they're really good, especially the Italian designers, on knowing where to put curves and lines to yeah. make it look like it's constantly in motion. Like, the MV Agusta yeah. Brutale is a perfect example of that. So, Stan, the, the epitome of sexy. Okay. It's categories for price, age, etc. So, the, the <laughs> one bike I actually would actually be willing to buy myself now you're gonna laugh but it's a, a Ducati 998 mm-hmm. Matrix Edition yeah the green dark green, green. Yeah. It's a, the a 998 was my favorite of all time it's a great looking I mean, bike I like it better than even like the latest that does sure. speeches, all those but it's just whatever they did to design that it kept the original spirit of like the 916s and stuff mm-hmm. yeah so for sport bike now non-sport bike it'd have to be more like uh, I'd have to kind of go along with uh, Lucas on this one so the MVs mm-hmm. Brutalis because yeah. those are the other ones. I, there's one up at uh, the dealership in San Francisco. I keep looking at. Right, they, it's still there. Yeah, they, I keep they have looking like at it. I keep thinking about it. Senna. They they have like the three different bikes. They have like the Brutale, and then they have the Dragster, and then mm-hmm. they have the other one that's kind of like the it's, Hypermotard. Uh, yeah, that's the one. That's what I've been looking at. Yeah, what's that called again? I can't remember. Oh, the Rivale. 
Rivale, yeah. Rivale. Yeah, yeah. so the Rivale, the Brutale, and the Dragster. And I think yeah. they all are kind of from the same family, but they all look pretty good. And Eva, what, what do you think? Yeah, so for years it was the Ducati Diavel. Um Black mm. on black. I'm sorry, that disqualifies black you. Black on black. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now I'd have to say I really love Craig's bike and riding bitch on it. it was, Which one? Uh, the sports, RCA. Yeah, the, the RCA. RCA. And it's horrible for somebody as tall as... I am to sit on the back of that thing. It was like sitting on a, a tack. How tall are you? And we went up, I was like 5'10". Oh, and yeah. so we're like going up above Mount Madonna. And shit, it was really fun. But then the sexiest bike, I mean, if I could have one for myself, would probably mm-hmm. be the KTM Adventure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, the Adventure or 12? Mm-hmm. I want to give honorable mm-hmm. mention to the Lightning LS218. Oh, yeah. Because there's nothing sexier than a hot, fast bike that doesn't talk. You know, it actually looks... I mean, oh, that doesn't make sense. Liza, know your role. Just let the ball I, gags out of your closet, Liza. <laughs> I saw a picture of it without the bottom cowl on it, and it's really just there for show. Like, there's no exhaust pipes or anything, so there's nothing there. It actually looks cooler with probably the bottom for, cowl gone. Probably for arrows, if anything. You yeah, know? It, there's, like, there's nothing there. It's just, you know, just there, but... It's a pretty cool looking bike, and I like the fact that it's so clean because it's just like there. There's nothing complex about looking at the engine. So like naked bikes, you always have all these engine doodads you're looking at. And yeah. This is just like it's just like a slightly different piece of metal that's like the <laughs> engine case, and like that's it. They just they just have bricks in there. That's what it is. Yeah, th- yeah. <laughs> I think that looks awesome. Thing. Yeah, you know, there's like nothing in there. And then um, Mike, you have an announcement you'd like to make. Oh yeah, um, I do. Whatever it is, we fully support you. <laughs> Uh, fuck, I'm stuck. Yeah. God damn it. That's the announcement? It starts with C, fucker. and it ends Wait, with Allender. For fucker. What? Cocksucker Allender. Yeah. Syphilis. Okay. <clears throat> Without further ado, the uh, the calendar that we've been working on is ready uh, for orders. Ooh. The calendar is uh, $20 each. Um, the calendar starts from March to March uh, 2017 because we're so late. And we're already starting. <laughs> <laughs> the European calendar. Actually, yeah. I think it's at this point we calendar. can just say we're very early for next year. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're actually starting on the calendar for next year now, so whatever. We're going for the procrastinators market. Uh, you can place your orders for the calendar by sending an email to the Recycle Motorcycle Garage at gmail.com. That's the, the name, all one word. How much um, does it cost? It's $20, and um, in your email, when you order the calendar, um, leave your full name. Leave your mailing address where you get mail, not your work mail, because it's kind of crazy calendar, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to keep the job, you know what I'm saying. And a PayPal payment of twenty dollars. And and what are some of the highlights in it? I'm in it. So basically, what's going on in the calendars? We've got the misfits. You know, most of the misfits who've been coming around a lot this year that you hear on the podcast and maybe see in the videos. Um, with the bikes you've been hearing about that we've been breaking, working on, fixing, riding. Do we get to see Bosley? Bosley is on the cover. <laughs> get so, to see some nakedness. The boss. Yeah, there's some nudity. There's some Santa Cruz shots. There's some pretty shots. Um, uh, basically, everybody had an opportunity to, you know, uh, do what they wanted to do um, on their on the bike of their choice uh, at the location of their choice. Uh, and then there's even people dressed up in cosplay. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm not naming any names. Bagel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and Bagel's scooter's name is Cream Cheese. Just Indeed. so you know. Yes. There's, a, um, there's a video on Instagram that explains the whole thing. Yeah, so, um, you know, so... Just, that was Tumblr, I'm sorry. Just so one, of the, one of the oh, things... Oh, you broke cat. One of the things I want to say about the uh, calendar is that uh, you just have to bear with us. We, we'll have a better system in delivery next year. Originally, this was meant for just us in the garage for goofing around. Uh, but we're offering them, them to the listeners. I don't anticipate many people ordering <laughs> these things. So probably it's not, probably just going to be us. That kind of goes into know. our... A couple of people our, have been interested, so yeah. we wanted yeah. to throw that out yeah. there. Because we had a lot of fun and got actually really creative. And Mary did a great job with the photos. Yes. Yeah. Kudos to Mary. Yeah. Mary did so, a great job with and it. And the other thing is we're not making a profit off of the, the calendars. I mean, because the price you're paying is the price we're paying to order them. Um, so, again, like I said, it's not for us to make money it's just if you guys really like what we're doing and you you know wanted to check us out um hopefully next year we can find a better uh system for getting them a little bit cheaper so we could send them out it's called start in september yeah we'll start a bit earlier <laughs> oh, but yeah. i'm just saying to make the calendars a little bit more affordable um and reasonable we'll 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 be better by next year so bear with us on with the uh ordering i, I would i would say i i personally don't use a calendar because i have it on my phone if we found a different medium to uh, something that everyone can use. So I would propose we make the motorcycles and misfits toilet paper. <laughs> my bike merchandising. My, merchandising. Fucking, you know, my bike is not going on that toilet paper. Chase <laughs> balls the flamethrower. Can I just get one that's nothing but Liza? Can I get that one, the Liza? Role? So yeah, they're, they're ready. And uh, <laughs> the whenever you want, out. just send oh us God. an email, and uh, we'll, so we'll I got handle my the delivery. Yeah. Also, um, another way you can support the podcast in the garage is buy a T-shirt like Ryan did today, who's sporting Ryan the little muscle hamster. I saw that. I was looking good. I was looking at him and going, how come this T-shirt doesn't look as good on you when you guys wear it? (laughs) He's got the little ba-boomba-ba-boombas going on. (laughs) Is that like a euphemism for man tits or something? (laughs) Oh, He works out. (laughs) For the muscles. Ryan is more shredded than a Julian salad, man. I tell you what. <laughs> oh, hey, Doc, don't I, worry. I noticed Knock's always looking at people when they're scanty. Knock's like, what the He can't help himself. It just mm. lets me know I need to work out, okay? Fuck you guys. <laughs> and uh, the t shirts are $25, and that includes shipping. <laughs> so, same thing, you can uh, pay We also us. have a Patreon account. Yes. We do. Check we, out Patreon. So, we've added to our website a link to the Patreon page, <laughs> and this is yet another way if you'd like to help support us and be a part of this um go to patreon and we're asking a dollar a podcast if you're willing to give that and it's four dollars a month more less than one cup of coffee from starbucks right that's not a lot for what we're doing (laughs) for less than a price of a cup of coffee you could feed a misfit for less than than a budget merkin you could feed a misfit's uh, motorcycle with oil yeah Yeah, exactly that's pretty much it we always need oil so um yeah, the, so if you're interested in supporting us in any uh, any way, there's three ways right there you can be a part of this and from afar and, and help us out, too. Also, so, check out our YouTube page. Also, the YouTube page. Yep. Yeah, we're going to broadcast pretty much everything that we talk about on the, and this is, the world. And this is where you can find every way to reach us. You can find us at Incriminating Evidence on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. You can find us online at MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. Send us an email at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com and you can call and leave us a voicemail at... 
831-291-5112. And so thanks uh, to everyone who's stuck all the way to the end <laughs> listening. <laughs> and Ryan, for coming by and, and hanging out with us. I appreciate you, you that. You had no idea what you were getting into. No. Okay, so like a quick <laughs> rundown, Ryan. What, what got you here? What brought you here? You were on a road trip or something? What was the story, man? Uh, Tucson. Okay. I had to get away from Oakland. Okay. So road trip to Tucson on my way back. Met Doug, who okay. was um, helping me out with a issue with my tire. Uh-huh. And cool. brought me this way, and it nice. piqued my curiosity, and here I am. You know? Cool. Sweet. And I appreciate the hospitality from Hooray. For sure, man. kindness yeah. from everyone. Anytime. It's great. Nice. Well, come on down anytime. And to anyone else who wants to come hang out for a day with us, we we have no standards. We'll take any. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have just we have low standards. We, we have no <laughs> locked doors either. Yeah. Bring Modellos. Yeah. So you just roll on. Bring in shit and we're beer. Here. No, we enjoy that. And yeah, and definitely. hey, you no, might we, end we up in a race or or something. <laughs> yeah. If you bring beer, we'll we will at least tolerate you. We'll yeah. take the beer and lock the doors. So let's get out of here. You guys agree with that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think so. So again, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, today was a doozy. Yeah, it's yeah. a big ass long day. <laughs> so this is Eliza. I am Zach. Jimmy. Bagel. Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> this is Knock. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> yes! Yes! I love you, Lucas. <laughs> I'm Lucas. <laughs> this is Kat. Douglas. Ryan. Mike. Stan. Eva. And we are so out of here. Oh, <laughs> Retartlet. <laughs>